listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. That music can only mean one thing. We're ready for the Classic Car Show and we've got a great show lined up today. We've got both of the people in at the round table, Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber, and on the line from Amelia Island, we have Mr. Bill Warner. We're going to talk to Bill in just a second. We've also got lined up um, Patrick Hernandez. We'll be talking about the Atlanta Auto Show later. And then Robert Club talking about the Sugarloaf Mountain 46th Annual Swap. So we got a packed show today, guys, and... Uh, Looking forward to doing it. Yes. Glad, glad yeah. both of you could make it yeah. in today. And, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Bill Warner on the line, so we'll get get right into it. Morning, Bill. You there? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, it's Jim Weber, and Steve's next to me. Yeah. Uh, we're excited to talk to you. Well, I'm excited to talk to anybody about this time of year. <laughs> well, you got Hans Stuck coming in to see you, and yeah. uh, Pegaso, which is a rare make. We got, we got 16 of them. It'll be an all-time record for the Pegasos at one place at one time. Whoa. Good heavens. Yeah, that's a weird car. Uh, well, well, it's a unique it's, car. It's a well, some of them are weird, and some of them are pretty good looking. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the Suchik-bodied ones are a little bit uh, weird. But outside of that, um, I, first of all, I want to start with one thing that I want our listeners to know, and that's that your Concorde dedicates and uh, gives a lot of money to charity. Yeah, we're about at the $3 million level for a community hospice. We, In fact, they, they've built a new um, hospice center at the uh, hospital up in uh, Fernandina. Wonderful. And, uh, we're the largest contributor to the Navy Marine Corps Relief Fund at Mayport. Excellent. And we're the largest and only contributor to Spina Bifida of Jacksonville for crippled children. So, and we do some others too, but we try to spread the joy. Oh no! I, and I think it's fabulous that you do that. And the venue, of course, is gorgeous. I just keep wondering when I'm going to fall in that lake in the middle of it. Well, after about five beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that a give or take? Yeah. <laughs> yeah give or take. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Steve. How many? Hey, this is Steve. How, how many total cars do you guys generally get for this event on an average? Well, it's become too many. My my staff is always on my case because I'm the Will Rogers of car guys. You know, I've never met a car I didn't like. <laughs> and um, on Saturday we have a free show for the public where all the clubs come in. We got some great cars in that show. I mean, fabulous cars. Some of the Le Mans GT40s that the later or the GTs that ran. Uh, ten years ago, uh, are coming in town. We've got uh, uh, Ferraris, Maseratis uh, from the local clubs, and that's a free show on the same grounds. And that's on Saturday. We get uh, four hundred cars for that. We we fill three fairways. Wow! And on the the day of the show, Sunday, uh, we have um, where the cars by invitation only are. We'll have three hundred and fourteen. 314. And then you have motorcycles, too, don't you? Yeah, plus we've got 17 motorcycles. This year it's small displacement Italian, everything under 125 cc's. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's a bunch of Air Machis and, and Barillas and Perillas. Yes. And, oh, that's that's great. They, those guys were in The Godfather. Yes, yeah, yeah but the yeah. motorcycles were bigger. <laughs> i tell you what I'm excited about this year. 
is uh, I got an idea from David uh, from uh, Donald Osborne when we were we, we ran the Mila Amelia last year. Right. Uh, uh, Frank Campanelli and I from Detroit, and we were sitting around talking about. Um, uh, Corrado Lopresto came out and showed us a Mila Amelia trophy. And they said, well, that was pretty cool. And uh, Donald said, wouldn't it be neat to match the car that won it up to the trophy? And the, and the light bulb went off, and I got back, and I called Ellen Byerly up at Indy, and we got the Borg Warner trophy. Wow. And then we called Joey Chitwood at Daytona and got the Harley Earl trophy. Then Luigi Canetti's bringing the 1949 and 1965 Le Mans trophies, which were the first win of Ferrari and the last win of Ferrari at Le Mans. And we got the uh, Wheeler Shebler Trophy, which was given out at Indy prior to 1936. It's, it was built by Tiffany's in 1909. It is seven feet ten inches tall of sterling silver. That's cool. Yeah, and there's like a brakes truck that's going to bring it down. I'll bet. Oh well, I think yeah, <laughs> we're going to have 24-hour guards on it, and 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 anybody who has any idea of of stealing it, um, it it won't be easy. It weighs 200 pounds. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's great. Now, are you going to have a seminar on Saturday afternoon like you used to do? Actually, we got one Saturday morning and Friday afternoon. Beautiful. Friday afternoon. I'm I'm excited about both of them. But Friday afternoon, we've got uh, the power brokers, the guys who built the engines. We've got Roger Bailey from McLaren, Don Garlitz, Ed Pink from the West Coast. Oh, you got Ed Pink? Oh, what a man. 83 years old, still building engines. Yeah, yeah, he's got his own little business on the side now that he sold the big business. Yeah. 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 We've got Alvin Springer from Porsche. We've got Spinny Clendenin from Richard Childress Racing. Uh, Spinny built all of uh, Dale Earnhardt's engines. Wow. And, and Leonard Wood from the Wood Brothers. Now there is an icon. What yeah. a gentleman. That's what a lineup. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And cool. I, I've gone out to some of my friends in the business and said, give me some loaded questions, like about the porous intake manifolds and uh, <laughs> other little trick things that were were done back in the yeah. back in the day. I'm, I'm sure they're not going to tell us the current secrets, but uh, we'll get some of the older ones. Oh, that's great. And then Saturday we've got... The drivers of the ultimate driving machine. All the drivers who drove for BMW. We got Hans Stuck, Brian Redman, John Fitzpatrick, Bill Oberlin, David Cowart, Boris Said, Sam Posey, and David Hobbs. Holy smoke. Boy, what a lineup. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, I haven't been there in a few years. Is that venue able to handle all of the the activities that you've got going on? I mean, it sounds like you need something about three times as big. Well, yeah, it will handle it. You know, getting, there's a fine line. Getting bigger does not necessarily mean getting better. So we're trying to focus on the quality. Mm-hmm. The island is maxed out. That That is a, of a concern to us because people yeah. want places to stay, and they're now staying at the Jacksonville Airport or Brunswick or Sea right. Island or St. Augustine. Yeah, that's where I stayed was the Jacksonville Airport. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I, I've been concerned about the expense, you know, as as uh, demand outstrips the supply. Uh, usury prices seem to sneak into the, yes. uh, well, the, the procedure. And I, I'm, I'm truly upset in, in many cases, uh, concerned that I don't, I want to see this show be affordable for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to see it become unaffordable to the point that it starts affecting the show, and that's a that's a balance. And we've 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 had talks with 
folks on the island that you know they get reasonable about their pricing and they just smile and say, "I I hear you." And then the, yeah, no yeah. one is no one steps up and says, "You're right." You know, yeah. we used to stay eight hundred dollars a night yeah. for a hotel room yeah. is too expensive. We yeah. stayed at St. Mary's and uh, a couple times I've been. I came down last time I was there was when you had the uh, Thomas Flyers. I came with Harold Coker. Oh yeah, well, you got to come back. I mean, we've we've uh, we've enhanced the operation a lot more since then. Mm. Um. Bill, you're you're nowhere near as costly though as Monterey. Oh no, we're one yeah. third the cost. Yeah, and that's it's, that's something I really want our listeners to realize. And plus, spring in in Fernandina and um, Amelia is absolutely gorgeous. Well, all right. What is the cost? Let's find out what is the yeah. cost. What what, well, what is the uh, cost? If you buy the ticket in advance, it's ninety five. If you wait to get to the gate, it's one twenty. Yeah. But the Saturday show is free. Yeah. So there's a lot of shows that charge for Saturday and Sunday, and uh, when you get the aggregate and put it together, it's about $100, $125 at three or four shows like that. We Bill, don't charge for Saturday. Bill, yeah. you want to tell us how to how to uh, get those tickets in advance to your website? Uh, or whatever? Yeah, we just closed off the Internet thing because we packed. We, we're in Jacksonville, so we packed today. We, I've got about 50 people coming in this morning to pack our little pods, you know, portable on-demand. Right, right. Um, so they can... Uh, uh, go to any, if you're in Jacksonville, you can go to any of the Brumos organizations or Claude Nolan Cadillac, and they'll have uh, the discounted tickets. Um, if you're in Fernandina, you can go to the Chamber of Commerce. They've got them. Okay. And if you get to Amelia on Thursday, you can pre-buy the tickets then. It's just the gate is when the, uh, the, the prices go up. All right. All right. That makes sense. Good. Um I understand also that you, is, I don't know if you've done this or the Chamber of Commerce, but the Fernandina Airport is going to have SVRA races next weekend. Uh, not next weekend, uh, the weekend after the Concorde. Oh, the weekend after. Okay. Yeah, and I'll be racing there. So. In the TR6? Yep. Good. The Good. TR8 has blown the engine twice on the dyno, so. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, gee. We're, we're in a, a steep learning curve on that engine, I think. Well, that's, are you using the Rover Block or the Buick? Oh, it's the Rover Block. Yeah. Okay. The Rover Block is, is uh, beefier on the low end. Well, ask these guys in the seminar. Ask the power brokers. Well, we got a good guy working on it. Good. Uh, the, the, we're finding out that we have a little bit of an oiling problem on the lower side, so there's a way of restricting the oil flow uh, to the upper side, which forces it to the lower side. So we're hoping we've solved the problem. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, let's go back to the Concorde for a minute. Besides Pegaso and the motorcycles, usually you feature a driver's car. So are you featuring all of Hans Stuck's cars? Oh, we didn't get all of them, but we got 17 of them. <laughs> we, got, we got six 962 Porsches on the field, including the Lamar winner. And the Sebring winner. And he drove all six of those. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The Le Mans winner is coming over from Porsche. And the other cool car that's coming that he's excited about, because I don't know, he, he sent me an email the other day. He says, I'm so happy I'm yodeling, which is what he does. <laughs> uh, is Alfa Romeo is flying over the uh, uh, the Brabham Alpha that he put on yeah. the row at Watkins Glen. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that car. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And then we've got uh, several of his Formula One cars, uh, the Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the BMWs he drove. We've got the Audi Trans Am car he ran. Wow! Uh, do you, Bill, I, go, go ahead, David. Uh, Bill, I want one. I want to uh, say that uh, your your PR firm did a heck of a job. Even the young lady called at five o'clock her time this morning to make sure everything was 
<laughs> was going well. She, she called says, me too when I was on the phone with you all earlier. And I, <laughs> Devin, it's, yeah, it's, it's five a, in the morning where you're at. You go yeah. to sleep. I, we're, we're cool. We're dialed in. But she, she had, uh, she, well, she, you know, those, those, uh, those left coast folks don't think that us right folks folks can handle it, you know. So, yeah, but anyway, I know. Well, that, that's, totally. good. that's what we pay them for. You know? yeah. I, I, I do have to ask, what is the Janus Joplin Porsche? Oh, oh well, David, you, David, you, he's from is, Texas. Um, <laughs> you know, we're doing three fifty six Porsches this year. And I got right. one surprise that's just going to knock everybody's socks off, but. Uh, the Janice Joplin car was, you know, was a uh, cabriolet that she had painted up psychedelic, and it's it's not to everybody's taste, shall we say. <laughs> I saw it on I saw the car when Wayne Carini found it or did something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, Bill, we're going to have to. Uh, you know, uh, I knew the time would fly. Uh, about a, about thirty five forty seconds. Can you sort of wrap up? Uh, give us a, a one minute. Shot in thirty seconds. Sure, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it will be fun. Huh? All right, <laughs> that's five seconds. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Bill, thank you very much. Uh, you you do a fabulous job, you and your staff down there, and I think it's magnificent that you give money to charity. Well, well thanks. We got a fabulous staff. You know, we have eight people that work year round on this. Wow! And we roll the dice. We roll a couple of million dollar dice on the weather every year, and I'm, and I'm living on the Weather Channel right now. Uh huh. And it's looking pretty good. It's good. In fact, um, the people from uh, New York are going to complain it's too hot. Bill, <laughs> Bill, will you uh, will you join us again during the year? Sure, I'd be glad yeah. to. Yeah, right. maybe we could do a recap of the show, Bill. Well, I tell you what, we're going to do. Uh, Tom Cotter and I have co-authored a book on a Cuban car culture. I've been down to Cuba about four times now. We've dug some stuff up, and the book's going to be coming out in July. Beautiful. So. We we will definitely talk to you. We got to go now. We're up against a hard break. Bill Warren from uh, Amelia Island. Uh, great having you on the yeah. show today. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Thanks, Thanks. guys. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government as well as those involved in legal cases have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. 
And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in today. We've got Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber, the host of the show at the Roundtable. And we've got on the line with us now Patrick Hernandez from General Motors. And uh, Patrick's going to be telling us all about the Atlanta Car Show. And, Patrick, I'm going to turn you over to Steve and Jim, and they'll throw you all the hardballs, like what time and where and all this kind of stuff. And and we'll talk about the cars. Welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show, Jim. Or Patrick. <laughs> You're getting wound up. I'm Dave. getting wound up. I, know. I, could be, I could be Jim. Right. Right. I it doesn't matter. You know, you've been in your Como está usted? Muy bien. I mean, sure, I'll, I'd love to ask. I'd love to ask um, about all the questions about the Atlanta Auto Show. You know, that makes, gives me a free ticket. <laughs> gives you a free ticket, huh? <laughs> and they make you pay to go to that thing? Sure, you pay to go to every it's, every car show. It is so. It is. Um, it's ten dollars uh, cash only for adults, and then um, five dollars for children six through twelve. And How if, about if you're old? under six, if you can pull that off, then it's free. So How about old you, guys? You never know. Yeah. How about old guys? Old people. Oh, uh, you know what? We nope. don't. We don't classify. Okay. <laughs> no labels. <laughs> <laughs> they promise a label-free environment. Oh, as long as, as long as you look at and act yeah. like an adult. Well, uh, well, that leaves me out. So I. Yeah. All right. So tell it. Tell us the venue. Where are you going to be? Yeah. So we are going to be at the Georgia World Congress Center, um, which is just ne- it's right next to the Georgia Dome. Um, so it's pretty much close to the. Uh, it's very fairly close to downtown. Yeah. So it's yeah. two three yeah. five Northside Drive. Beautiful. Uh, right next to the Georgia Dome. Okay. And according to your radio show, I think you got twenty eight. Manufacturers represented? Are there that many? You know, there are uh, hundreds of cars yeah. and a number of manufacturers from domestic and foreign. So yes, and it, yeah. it's a it's a huge show. Um, definitely one that's very important for the South. Oh yes. Okay. Any any older cars going to be there? They they used to have, try to get because I was involved in AACA here, uh, and they used to try to get have a display of antique cars and classic cars, or they could they could get them. Are they still doing that? You know, they do they do try and do that. Each year is actually dependent on. Um, sometimes it's from some of the local enthusiasts that they're bringing their sure. own cars in. Um, so it, it just depends um, the number that we are able to get. But it, you know, from from ranging from some of the, the classics to some of the latest, that is definitely what we're there for and able to showcase plus i mean it's not just about seeing the cars a number of manufacturers including general motors are allowing for ride and drive so not only do you get to see look and get into stationary vehicles on the show floor there are more than five auto manufacturers that are providing ride and drive starting wednesday at noon so some of these latest vehicles you're able to jump into and take a spin around atlanta okay i've got a question are you going to have one Absolutely. of the 50 Copo Camaros there so Steve can come down and, yeah. <laughs> and play Don You know Garlitz? what? You, it's, it's still a little bit off. I could probably put in a good one. <laughs> we just have to track some of that. We will have a Camaro available for driving starting um, Friday, March 11th. So um, if you're looking again to Camaro, there will definitely be one to, to take around the corner and, and I mean, the, I don't know how well the team will appreciate if you start driving off, of course. <laughs> yeah. But there'll definitely be one to drive. What kind of, con- you're, with, you're with General Motors, what kind of uh, concept cars are you guys going to have? 
You know what? Right now, we're actually focusing more on consumer, on um, ones that are going straight into production. Um, a lot of these are, are new. For example, the Buick Envision is a brand new vehicle that hasn't started production. So a number of folks are going to be able to see and get up close to that vehicle, um, which is actually a brand new vehicle for Buick. It's going to be in our midsize uh, luxury SUV or crossover uh, segment. And so you'll be able to see vehicles like that. You'll be able to see a vehicle like the new 2017 Buick LaCrosse, which again is, is completely new and not in production, but everything from, um, you'll have some production cars like the new uh, Camaro convertible, the new Volt, the new Malibu, uh, but the new Acadia, for example, the new Cadillac XT5, uh, which is a new crossover, and the new Cadillac CT6, none of these are, are yet in production. So in, uh, while I, we won't be able to bring a lot of concept vehicles, you'll definitely get to see some things that are coming down the line and get up close and personal to them. Beautiful. Good. Um, Buick's going to bring a CUV in from China, I understand. Is that going to be there? Yeah, the, the Envision. Yeah. Um, so okay. the Envision is our is our new uh, midsize. So it's a, what they it's it's interesting the designation. So we have what's called a um, it's a small. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. It's a compact crossover, a comp, compact luxury SUV. Okay. So the Envision is going to be there, uh, making its debut in Atlanta. Wow. That's neat. Just the logistics of, of getting there and stuff. How about parking? Where can, where, where, what about parking, availability of parking at yeah, the well, Congress? Well, there's a no, well, one, because it's so close, it's, it's part of the convention center, there is a number of different parkings uh, that will be designated by signs, as well as there's a, quite a few parking decks. So there will be directions on site upon arrival, um, and parking will, if I remember correctly, will be free um, to those who are participating in the show. So come to the show um, starting Wednesday at noon, and you'll be able to find the parking spot. And it'll, it'll be, again, it'll be designated, um, there'll be designated signs around the convention center. How about, how about, what's the closest MARTA stop to get there? You know, I'd have to look that up, um, but I know that it's not too distant from one because I actually have taken one before. Yeah, uh, taken Marta over to. The That's probably easier with, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, with the traffic congestion downtown, especially. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, that's the one thing I love Atlanta, <laughs> uh, and and it's definitely a growing city in a number of different interests. I mean, it's home to a number of the world world renowned brands across the globe. Um, but you know that the traffic <laughs> is yeah. definitely yeah. something oh, well, that you I, have to deal with. I went through the city about seven o'clock Thursday morning, and mm-hmm. a Cayman Porsche coupe—I don't know if it was the GT4 version or what—came by me, and I was doing seventy. I was breaking the speed limit, and he had that rear spoiler up. And he was really moving, so he must have been late for a meeting at Porsche World Headquarters here, so her U.S. headquarters. So, yeah, well, yeah hopefully, I, yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. Would, one would hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I kept hoping that I, I you might have had an extra Corvette to run him down the road. <laughs> so, yeah. What? Oh well, you know, I mean, that, it, you could have just give me a call, and then we probably could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's, I, that's I that's think the you thing. Could when do, you make I, the ask, and that's I, I when think you, you could do that very easy. And I don't think the guy in the Corvette had to shift out of fourth gear. 
yeah. Um, all right, can you give us any? I know you're with General Motors, but can, are there any other manufacturers you could think of that have anything special there that you might mention? Yeah, Without getting so, in trouble. <laughs> sure. The great thing about auto shows is that we can come together as a number of different manufacturers in the auto industry and and showcase some of our latest and greatest. I mean, Audi is going to have their latest R8 um, for those who are going to be looking for more of a minivan, so to speak, which is right. something I think I can talk about. General Motors hasn't actually been making too many. Um, we've actually are focusing most of our crossovers, which has been yeah. have been an amazing sale. Such as the um, and that's one of the reasons we're bringing the Envision uh, to our product line in Buick. But the Chrysler Pacifica and Hybrid will actually be on display, uh, and a number of other both foreign and domestic vehicles. I mean, some of our latest tr- the latest trucks, um, uh, very similar to um, our Silverado. I believe the new Ford. Ford Raptor, I believe, will be there. Raptor. Um, so there's a number of different vehicles that you can definitely step into. And we're talking a number of different auto manufacturers. So there will be that. I promise it'll definitely be a great show. Yeah. And yeah. You'll, you won't be tired of the number of vehicles that you wish you had time to see. You guys, right. along with with most of the what everybody's starting to push a lot of electric. Cars, all electric cars. Absolutely. What do you, do you think? That's where the future is going. Really, honestly, you know, there's there's a number of different ways that we are going. Um, the auto industry, especially General Motors, are focused on providing our consumers with new options uh, in regards to propulsion systems. So, from electric to biodiesel. I, I mean, I'm I'm driving a, a brand new turbo diesel Colorado, um, and that's focused on biodiesel. The I mean, we're we're developing hybrids, which are both. Um, our, our brand new Malibu comes with a hybrid option, and that still um, takes fuel as well as electric long-range Volt, which is going to be at the show. Um, but it, that is probably the next step. And there's a number of different technologies that are up in the line. One, we we're already talking about electric, but you know, there's um, there's certified natural gas that's still an option. Um, hydrogen fuel cell is always hot on the topics of what's what's coming up next. And so right now we are looking for the different options that our consumers are really focused on. Um, electric is probably the next easiest one um, from what we've already developed and what we're already moving forward with. But every, everything's what's, what's fun about our, the industry today is that everything is, is an up for grabs and trying to redefine what's going to be the most fuel efficient, what's going to be the safest. Um, technologies for our consumers. I mean, everything from auto- like what's next in autonomous driving, um, from autonomous driving in some of our vehicles to, for example, the teen driver safety system that's in our new Malibu. Those are all state-of-the-art and, and cutting-edge, but, but technology is moving so quickly, and we're doing what we can to keep up to make sure that our consumers are, whether or not they, they live in a space that's going to be, that they can cover 50 miles in the Volt um, just on the charge or, you know, in our new Bolt with the B, the t- up to 200 miles, that's suitable for certain consumers who have that kind of commute or travel distance. But then there's always the, um, well, we have our flex fuel vehicles that use E85. If that's a better focus um, for the infrastructure, depending on where consumers live, or just going back to a combustion engine, we're getting the best fuel economy that we've had ever 
Uh, I mean, the biodiesel, I mean, the biodiesel, um, turbo diesel Colorado in our teal oil drive gets up to 32, or I'm sorry, 31 miles per gallon. But what can highway. it pull? Well, how, how, what's For the towing capacity? Just quickly. What will sorry, it pull? What, what's the towing capacity of a biodiesel compared to a regular old diesel stuff in so, so, well, right now the diesel, the biodiesel is, is very similar to a regular diesel, um, but the, the diesel for the Colorado, um, the towing capacity is up to 7,700 pounds. Whoa, Patrick, uh, so, uh, our, Patrick, our time always goes <coughs> very fast. We're at the end of uh, this segment just about. Can you give us a 30-second uh, wrap-up? And, uh, and we do appreciate you being on today. Absolutely. The Atlanta International Auto Show starts March 9th and goes to March 13th, $10 at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. General Motors will be there showcasing our latest Chevrolet, Buick, GMCs, and Cadillacs, <laughs> especially our new uh, Buick Envision. Um, but there's a number of different automotive manufacturers showcasing their latest and greatest, not just to see but also to drive. So I would say come on down to the show. I'll be there for a good portion of the day on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. If you have questions or concerns or you want to just be in a, um, a stress-free environment to check out the latest and greatest cars. You'll have a um, red you know, necktie on, right? So, well, you'll have a red tie on so people can recognize you to get the comp tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Patrick, I, I, I will definitely have something to designate. <laughs> me, so don't worry about we've that. Got, we've got to run. Thank you, and David will bill you for your commercial. <laughs> 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 Take care, Patrick. Thanks. You're the best. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. And Zach, thank you. (laughs) Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening to America's Web Radio, and we're proud to have on the line with us now Robert Club from the Sugarloaf Mountain. 
This is the 46th annual SWAT event. Meet. SWAT right, meet. Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Robert on the line, and uh, Robert, we've got Steve and Jim here. So I'm going to turn the ball game over to them and let them start talking about what you all are swapping. Hey, Robert, Steve, how you doing? Good morning. Yeah, I think I remember who you are. I've been up the Sugarloaf Mountain region for your past uh, two tours that you guys put on, and I'm a pretty good buddy with, with Charlie Caraccio and his brother. Yes, yes, Charlie is um, one of our other uh, big club members, yes. Yeah, and and you guys have done some great tours in that in that area, uh, in, in the Frederick area, uh, over the years. Anyway... So we'll, tell us a little bit about your SWAT. It's been going on for how many years? Fifty. Two hundred and six. Two hundred and six. Yeah. And where's it going to be? Where, what's the location? The uh, this is our third year uh, at the Carroll County Agricultural Center in Westminster, Maryland. Okay. And uh, we moved there because of uh, it has a fifty-two thousand square foot indoor heated building um, compared to the Frederick Fairgrounds where we were at for 40 some years but they were open barns so it's really it's really been a big benefit to us move to the indoor part plus we still have all our outdoor vendors how many total vendors do you get for this this thing we have sold sold uh, 300 plus indoor vendors so far and it's weather related uh, for the outdoor vendors Robert, what's okay. what's the uh, the vendors talking? About, what's the range of vendors that you have? The the type of vendors and what what are they bringing to the swap? You have a variety of vendors that sell literature, um, signs, tools, license plates, um, especially the tools for restoration. Um, then they have vendors who'll sell their old car parts, some new, uh, a lot of them old, um, some are hard to find parts, uh, a variety of garage, barn finds, and pretty much everything to do with the restoration of the antique cars. Is most of it uh, such that you buy it and take it with you, or do you have situations where um, you have uh, shipping arrangements no it's um you buy it there and take it with you it's your responsibility to move it when you buy it that's correct okay yeah how many some of the bigger commercial vendors that might show up like coker tire or any of those kind of guys um we've invited coker but and they're in um their mark marketing to research our show, uh, they want to see the amount of um, public that comes through there. Even, but being a two-day show, it's kind of hard for them to come and set up. Yeah, I, I, I imagine. How about a car show? Do you have a car show with your swap meet, or just just strictly a part show? Uh, we have a car corral. Um, so, some years, some. Some years, when the weather is great, we'll have up to 80 cars that are for sale. Oh, really? 
but it, like I said, it's weather-related. Uh, last year, when we did have the bad weather outside, we had two days of rain. We, oh. we made room inside and brought the cars inside, and several of them did sell. Uh, is it all domestic, or do you get some foreign cars? Everything. Everything. We had, Rick, didn't we have that gigantic um, army truck in there last year? <laughs> <laughs> it stood like 20 foot tall. We, we had a variety of things in there. Wow. Was it a yeah, deuce? There's a, a lot of old, a lot of the old cars. Um, we've had a 08 Cadillac in there at times, but uh, it didn't didn't sell it did sell at auction the next year okay um, we we try to keep them at least 30 years or older that's okay. what people want to come and see okay well that that that's kind of kind of good what other what uh what other kind of of uh, uh region aaca activity have you guys got going on this year i know sugarloaf region is one of the more active Regions, uh, do you have any other big activities going on this year? Uh, we well, I'm going to turn you over to our past president. He'll tell you of all of our activities. There's quite a bit. It's Rick Sanford. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. Our club does a lot of activities that we support the community with our proceeds. We do a car show at this parts meet. We uh, support Alzheimer's, vet dogs many other community activities we do we do a lot of tours we do about eight tours a year uh, it, 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 these are tours where we go to either visit historical or significantly interesting facilities or places or you know just to have some fellowship yeah I bet you go down to Charlie's brother's restaurant for lunch too more than once we go, we go there quite often yes. <laughs> we go to Blue Ridge Grill quite often we've actually been to both of them <laughs> Yeah, that's quite a place. It, that, uh, that, that's very a nice cool restaurant. Place. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, signed up to do any more of the national tours? Uh, we haven't. They haven't approached us. Uh, I think the next thing that's going to come up will be a national meet. Oh, okay. I think we're going to have to host that in like 2017, I think, or 2018. Uh, we we're scheduled to do it to host a, a national meet. So um, well, that I'm is. Um, down the road a little bit. I know you guys are going to be very successful at it because your region is very, very active and, and always does a good job at their national activities. Because I spent, you know, a couple of hitches on the AACA National Board and... and uh, well, we go to the annual meeting in Philadelphia. Oh, you did? Yeah, I saw Charlie there this year, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, we didn't make it this year. We've been the last four years. But uh, it's amazing the people to come up to us and compliment us on the vintage tour and the other tour we did, the reliability tour that we did, I think it was six. Yeah, we did, yeah, yeah, we were up, I had the white Model T, if you were there, remember the little white T? Well, a lot of people came to us and yeah. were very, very happy with both those tours, Charlie was, of course, very involved in that, and everybody in the club was, I'm going to complain. You made us drive to Washington and lost your parking, and then we had to turn around and go back. That's a Charlie thing. You had to pick that up with the counselor. Yeah, the last minute they did. They lost, we were going to park downtown, and the government did something, and they, we couldn't park. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. When you live around Washington, you kind of used to things changing pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, they need to change more. very, very slowly. But then 
things change very slowly. But yeah. We won't, we won't get into that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the club, uh, a lot of our tours are, uh, we had one last week, and we had, here it is, in the middle of the winter, we had 43 people. That's wonderful. That's great. That's wow. Great. That's really good to get yeah. that many. And, that, and that, you know, and we we most mostly drove late model cars because we were on a lot of unapproved gravel roads that are through Frederick County that are historic. So we decided to yeah. investigate some of those. Right. So some of us took our modern cars instead of the. We we were on the the one tour and you took us to Burkittsville where the Blair Witch Project was. We went through that yeah, well, we stopped in that little store, and the witch pushed my wife down, and 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 she hurt her ankle. So the witch <laughs> is still there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. okay. The Lair Witch Project, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Burkittsville on the map. Did you wrap your head in aluminum foil when you went in there? <laughs> we we, did, we just kind of blew through. But, uh, <laughs> okay. You know, this, two of the biggest things that Sugarloaf Region of AACA does. Is this, and then we do a parts meet. Uh, the parts meet is our biggest project, and then we do a car show in in, in August. This is September. In September, excuse me. In September, we do a car show, which is uh, quite a big deal. That's where we raise the money to give back to the community. Uh, like I said earlier, Alzheimer's, vet dogs, uh, numerous other things that we have done in the. Uh, for the community, yeah. do you using our cars to raise the money? Do you have a youth program? Second, do you have a youth program to bring young people we into the club? We are working on that right now. That okay, is, it takes a lot of people to get things like that off the ground. We are, have been talking about a youth program. Some of the other uh, regions have been very successful with it. Yes, and uh, we just don't have any automotive programs in any of our tech schools in this market. Uh, but we're going to try to do something with this. We're, we've, we've, we've been talking about it for a while. We have, at our car show, we do have a youth program that is uh, was headed up by two former kindergarten teachers. Uh, they, the kids play with toy cars, take them for rides in old cars and things of that nature. That's neat. That that, that has to be fun. and That it, is fun. Uh, yeah, gets the whole we, family we, there. We gulp, it does. And, um, we kind of gulp. That we, we're well insured, so we <coughs> we're hoping we we don't have, we've never had any problems yet, so we don't think we'll have any. No, no, that's uh, yeah. You got to do stuff like that. I, that was we my, are, my, my job. The youth yeah. program is uh, <coughs> on the horizon. Good. Yeah. Good. The the two most successful done by AACA are in two colleges, and um, they have an automotive. One has an automotive restoration program. One has an automotive technology. Yeah, Penn, yeah, down in uh, Penn College, and oh, what's the one out west? The big one the in Kansas, Penn, yeah. McPherson. One, McPherson. Where the other one is. McPherson, and now they've gotten they've gotten two more. Okay, uh, Alfred University and yeah, Alfred University. and they've got one down in Florida now. Um, Lorenz. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're starting to restoration is starting to come out of the that you know because those, those kids. Uh, they all are going to be hired, and they're all going to make a good living, and they're not going to go, they're not going to be unemployed, that's for sure. Uh, There's about six restoration shops right here in the Frederick area. Wow. I tell you, we're running out of time. Uh, if okay. you want to put Robert back on, and he I'll can... put Robert back on? Yeah. All right, thank you. Thanks.
Robert, if, if, if you can give us a quick wrap-up, uh, we've got about 30 seconds to go, and then we've got to move on to the next segment. Okay, just wanted to let you know, in our uh, indoor-outdoor antique parts meet, it's a place where you can buy, sell, swap, and learn. <laughs> we, we have door prizes. We have 50-50. We're giving away several cases of oil. And the donations of this, of course, go to Alzheimer's, but more importantly, the AACA Library and Research Center. Did I understand up there you're giving away a couple of cases of moonshine? Is that? No, no, no that's well, motor. We'll oh, motor. Get that public in there. We'll do that also. <laughs> yeah. Robert, I want to thank you for being on the Classic Car Show today on America's Web Radio, and I uh, hope everything goes well with your, your swap. And uh, if we can do anything else for you, give us a holler. Tell everybody yeah. hello. Tell everybody hello for me up there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Well, David, I think we've had a great show this morning, and we've got another quarter left to go. Steve and I were just talking, and uh, he wants to talk about vehicle readiness tests on 2,000 and later cars. And if he wants to give me an extra minute at the close... I want to go back and mention a couple things about Amelia Island. Yeah, that's that was I, like I said. I've been here a couple times. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, the readiness test issue. Uh, because of my tow vehicle, and when you have a computer-controlled car, they're always on. There's a parasitic drain on your car constantly, even if it's turned off. The ECUs have to be kept alive. The radio memory has to be kept alive. Seat memory, all kinds of stuff, and it's constantly draining the battery. Well, I went to get and move the car trailer, and the battery was dead. So I had charge it up, and I figured, well, I'm smart. I'll just disconnect the battery each time. Well, it came emission control time, and I had to go get the car emission tested, and it failed. and And I forgot all about this. There's something to think about. That, that there are several OBD onboard diagnostic readiness tests that have to be complete. In the state of Georgia, you're allowed to pass with one, not complete. Well, anyway, 
what happens is when you take the battery loose or change the battery or clean the terminals or it goes completely dead, the readiness tests go away and you <laughs> will fail emissions test. Uh, so right now, uh, I went Monday. I'm in the process of driving the Dodge truck to, to complete the readiness test so I can get the emissions uh, tested. So if you have a car and say the battery goes dead and you know you're going to have to have your car emissions tested, um, you're going to remember you're going to have to drive and some of them are as high as 500 miles. Some are as low as 20 miles. Some of them go back as soon as you cycle the key and you will fail an OBD emissions test. And that's not the one where they do tailpipe. It's the one where they just stick it in, stick the tester into the, the, uh, uh, the uh, OBD link, diagnostic link, and do it. So if, you are, if this happens to you, and I, I really feel stupid. I should have known this. I should have thought about it. Uh, that uh, um, uh, if it's within like 30 days, you have to change the battery or the battery goes dead in your car, you need to drive it for about 30 days. At least get a couple hundred miles on it before you take it in for uh, your emissions test, or you will fail. It's just it, it's just one of these little quirk things that Can happens yeah. with new cars. Steve, a couple of things. One, when when it drains, like you were talking Par- about, drains load, the yeah. battery. One, what is that doing to your battery that you had to charge up to get going? It's not good no, it's for just, it. No, it's just dead. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is, would you recommend getting one of the solar uh, drip type things? Yeah, you could uh, do anything anything to keep it charged. Uh, a lot of guys use a battery tender, a milliamp battery tender, just to get... Because we're talking about milliamps. Again, tow vehicles are very common because they sit most of the time. My, uh, the truck moves, what, five times a year towing the car trailer? Yeah, well, and it just sits. What about somebody that lives in Florida and goes to New York or, or the northeast for the summer, and they leave their car in Florida, and, and they come it, home, and the battery's yeah, and dead. And the battery's dead, and, and those yeah. readiness tests will not be complete. So it, just something to think about. Uh, it's kind of a peculiar thing, uh, uh, and it's on every car. This is not just any anything. Anything 2,000 and later... This is going to happen uh, if the battery goes dead or it's replaced. And you have to meet the readiness test. Another thing you can do is go buy one of the big parts store chains like Napa, AutoZone, uh, O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's, any of these places. They'll check for you to see if the, the uh, for nothing, uh, they'll check to see if the readiness tests are complete. But it takes at least 100 miles. Wow. To complete them all. And some yeah. of them are as high as 500 miles, yeah. depending upon the design of the, the design. Of the, so the newer ones are quicker. Yeah. The older they are, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, sh- the longer it takes. Okay. So anyway, it's just kind of an odd thing. And like I said, I, I should have remembered that, but, you know. Well, that's the neat thing about this show. We talk about the old stuff. And we talk about the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, goofy the, stuff. The goofy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to come back for a minute and thank Bill Warner again for coming on. He has done such an incredible job for charity in the Jacksonville area. And Amelia is, to me, kind of what Pebble used to be. And uh, well, Pebble's gotten so Pebble, big. Yeah, Pebble, Pebble Beach, Beach of the East. East. Yeah. yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. Yeah, and... Uh, 
it's 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 a four day deal. It starts on Thursday, and uh, they have, I believe, two auctions. I know RM has a big auction on site, and I believe Goodings is there too. At least there's uh, two. Yeah, Maybe yeah, more, and yeah. Uh, one of them is auctioning off a big part of Jerry Seinfeld's Porsche collection. But Porsche also has a driving experience. Can I can I can I buy the the uh, the one with the Festivus pole and the car? Sure, yeah, and and so. I'll get Cosmo Kramer to deliver <laughs> it to you. Uh, the other thing he talked about was the power brokers, all the engine builders, and my God, Big Daddy's going to be there. Yeah, I, I would like that, that. That would be something I'd like. Yeah, to go yeah, to and that's that's, uh, that's on Friday. Stuff. Yeah, and uh, also Leonard Wood. And he's just such an incredible guy. You know, his crew did Jimmy Clark's car at Indy. They brought the pit crew from the NASCAR, from the NASCAR. yeah, for that. Uh, Saturday, he talked about a free car show, Cars and Coffee. Can you imagine yeah. 400 cars? That's like the goofy show we have down here at the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, of course, is a Concours, and he's got 314 cars and 17 motorcycles. And then the following weekend, they have recreated the original sports car races from the 50s at the Fernandina Airport. It's not a Le Mans start because these people can no. run across the track. Well, the wheelchairs get in the way. Yeah, little electric yeah. scooters. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you can rent those there, too. <laughs> so, um, with that, the other thing... Uh, uh, I just I can't say enough about is uh, what this Amelia Car Show's done for Jacksonville with the hospice. Yeah, and, and we've Spina stayed and, the, the few times I've been, we stayed at St. Mary's right off yeah. of I ninety five, and the hotels are very reasonable there. Well, I have a friend that lives in Baltimore that goes every year, and they go to a bed and breakfast in Fernandina. And Fernandina is a neat town. Yeah, it's old. It's old. Yeah, it's old. It's right on the on the on the coast. And nice restaurants, nice bars. There's a nice bookstore there. So it's it's a fun deal. You can get out and spend the whole week or two weeks. And it starts. And it starts uh, the 11th of March. Next week. Next week, and then the following week is the SVRA sports car races. So if you're planning on going, you best get your act together. Yes, and order your tickets ahead of time because you end up saving 35 bucks. Yeah, so. and they have a lot of, of vendors and stuff there, too. They have a, a not car parts, but stuff vendors. Yeah. Well, you can dri- you got a Porsche driving experience, uh, other things you can do there. The, the they sell a lot of shirts with horses on them. Yeah, and, and the, the cosmetic <laughs> stuff, you know, the, the waxes and the, the yeah. soaps and the rags and all the goofy. Yeah, the, I, yeah. I have some. I'll give them. I give somebody. I hate no, no, these, these are embroidered. <laughs> well, and the other thing is RM Auctions on Friday has a preview, so you can actually walk around and see the cars if, that you want to bid on. So just don't wave at your friends during the auction, or you might end up with an S.J. Duesenberg. Yeah. Or a 250 Testarossa. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it, it's a very nice venue, and they do a very good job. Yeah. And, I, and, and they always have featured stuff like most of them do. They have 
uh, you know, a featured driver or yeah. in a featured Han car. Stuck and, yeah. and Pegaso. Right. That's and, a weird car. Yeah, and 16 of the original 12 that were built are going to be there. 16 of the 12? Yeah. It's like when we went down for the Thomas Flyers, that was the largest collection ever of Thomas Flyers. And yeah. that includes a factory. Wow. Because the, the big flyers were all handmade. Yeah. And they were made on special order, so they were never together. They didn't go down an assembly line. These the big flyers, and there was 17 of them. Okay. 14 or 17. Yeah. And they and, and Harris even brought the, the great race car. Wow. And they couldn't get it running. <laughs> you weren't. Well, yeah, you well were I was there, but there was a group group, and I am not doing group groups. Yeah, I'm no. not getting <laughs> yeah. over there and arguing. <laughs> it could be the Okay, well, I tell you what, we're, we're going to have to wrap it up. But okay. a good segue talking about Amelia Island is that uh, next week we're going to have one of a, a, an important part of Amelia Island, an important part of any show. And that's the hauler that brings the cars. Yes. In. And uh, we've yes. got a very special uh, uh, hauler that we're going to be speaking with. I want to thank uh, a couple of people that weren't on the show per se, but certainly helped uh, put together today's show. Devon, and I'm not sure about her last name, Zom, I believe is how you say it. Uh, she's with JMPR out in California. The young lady got up to call in to make sure that. Uh, we were going to show up today, and Jim and Steve were going to show up today. And also, uh, Zach uh, Seidenberg with uh, Strauss Media Strategies. He helped us get uh, Patrick Hernandez on line with us, talking about the Atlanta Auto Show. And then I want to thank uh, Robert Club from the Sugarloaf Mountain uh, 46th Annual Swap Meet that they're going to be having. And, Jim, I want to thank you and Steve for being in today. And want to thank our listeners for tuning in and making the show what it is. And if you've got something that uh, you think we ought to be doing one of the times, we'll drop us an email, David at America's Web Radio. Did you see that guy with the little hands? You know what they say about people with little hands. Well, we'll get into that (laughs) next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio. We appreciate you listening to the Classic Car Show. We'll be back next week. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.